everyone, this is Teresa Perkins, your host of Exposure Spotlight Magazine Talk Show, where your voice matters. We are excited to have a special guest on today. He is a writer, director, producer, and building his entertainment empire. He's making it his mission to open closed doors for other gifted people of color. If you're one of Netflix customers, then you might already know the work he has produced, the slasher film thriller. He is the president of DJ Classic Productions, an independent production company he founded, which generates edgy, young, adult-driven film and television projects for international audience. He served as the executive producer for 10 episodes of the limited series crime drama Rebel on BET. He worked alongside one of his industry heroes, the late iconic director, John Singleton. I am honored to introduce to you the one, and he is the only, Dallas Jackson. Dallas, welcome to Exposure Spotlight Magazine Talk Show. We are so honored to have you here. How are you today? I am well. Thank you for having me. That's a very, very humbling intro. And uh, and I love it at the same time. So thank you. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Look, I had an opportunity to learn a lot about you and I'm so excited. We got a, a few things that we can talk about. But before we get into that, I want to know, um, how did you actually get involved in the entertainment film industry? Where did it all derive from? Um, well, it derived from my desire uh, from high school to want to pursue film and TV. Um, you know, my biggest influences were Robert Townsend's uh, Hollywood Shuffle, which was a big inspiration for me as a kid, and also School Days from Spike Lee and A Different World, the television show. So all those things kind of motivated me to want to go to Howard. Went to Howard and majored in TV and film and uh, made some really good friends there uh, that are still in the business right now. Marlon Wayans and Anthony Anderson, fellow alumni um, that you know we, we met on the campus at Howard. And uh, I moved to Los Angeles after graduating and got a job at a at a movie studio called Savoy Pictures. And that's where I learned the insight of how a movie studio works and particularly how to uh, write a screenplay uh, for a studio. And so from there, I wrote a screenplay with a Howard alumni named Ken Rance. And we sold that to 20th Century Fox and uh, got a manager out of that named Topper Carew, who managed Martin Lawrence at the time. and. Uh, created Martin Show, and he was also a Howard alumni. And we sold three more projects to 20th Century Fox, and that officially was the journey as a screenwriter and getting my start in the business uh, as a writer, as a member of the Writers Guild of America, and officially working for studios. Oh, awesome! So from from there, I mean, you know, because all of us as a kid, you know, we watch TV, we go to these films, these theaters and movies and all we can think of, I want to be just like them. So did you find yourself, you know, doing that? 
Yeah, I mean, we all have inspirations as kids, you know, depending upon what we want to do or be in life. You know, some people are inspired by basketball players or boxers, or now kids are inspired by uh, Obama or Maxine Waters. And I was inspired by filmmakers, um, in particular, you know, legends like Sidney Poitier, who became a director, and Gordon Parks, who directed Shaft. And, you know, as I said, Robert Townsend and Spike Lee and Keenan Ivory Waynes were big influences on me. Keenan, you know, doing In Living Color and also... Um, doing movies like I'm a Get You Sucker was, you know, seeing that he could he could transfer from film to TV was a, was enlightening to see a black man make a movie and then make a hit TV show. So all these things were, you know, inspirations to me. And you know, my you mentioned my friend John Singleton. He was, uh, uh, you know, an inspiration and a hero of mine before I even met him. Um, and he opened a lot of doors for a lot of people and so that's my mission now from you know the gift he left me was to create opportunities for other people through the through the work through film through writing and directing okay so how did you how did you meet john singleton how did you guys meet we met um i was invited to a party lee daniels was having for the butler he had an oscar party for the butler and uh actually leon isaac kennedy from the penitentiary movies asked me if i wanted to go uh me and me and mr kennedy had, had met and we're talking about doing some stuff together and he when we got to this party that lee daniels was having um it was around oscar season uh leon mr kennedy leon isaac kennedy introduced me to john and said this young brother you should meet a, you know talk to him john he's doing things and he told me, you know, this is an OG in the game. You guys should get together and, and do something. And we, we, we talked first. And, you know, John asked me where I went to college. And I said, Howard. And uh, he said he wanted to go to Howard. But he went to USC. Um, and, and I said, I applied to USC, but it was too much money. But so, and Howard gave me money to swim. So we kind of kicked it off right there. And we had a mutual love for film and some of the same movies and comic books and sci-fi. You know, we, he and I are both big Star Wars geeks. And uh, we just bonded from there. And a couple weeks later, I gave him the script for Rebel, which was something I was developing with my wife who wrote it. And he he said, you know, I, I want to help you get this made. And he kept his word to that. Okay, that's great. Now let's talk about the film, The System. I got a chance to see mm -hmm. the trailer, which is really awesome. It is a must-see for those who haven't seen it. Now, as a writer, I want to know. You. <laughs> yes. Why was the film called The System? Well, because we have a system that's in place to, uh, you know, entrap black and brown men into the criminal system. Um, and as many inmates and people on the inside say, you know, they've been trapped by the system. The system is designed, particularly the private prison system, uh, to entrap black and brown men into these institutions so that they can turn a profit. There's more prisons being built in this country, private prisons, than colleges. And private prisons are, are ran by corporations. They're not state regulated. You know, the, the prison system used to be regulated by the state government. Now it's regulated by 
uh, private companies whose bottom line is to turn a profit. So they have this system in place, which is the private prison system to entrap black and brown bodies into this system so that they can turn a profit and continue to build these private prisons. Um, and if you don't have bodies in a prison, one run by a corporation, you can't turn a profit. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You create a system to get these bodies into these institutions. And that was the message I wanted to send with the movie. And so we called it the system. Okay. Well, I kind of figured that it was based on some reality. Of course, I wanted to hear it from you. What was your reason for calling it that? Um, now, how did you end up working with uh, Tyrese Gibson and or why were they chosen actually for uh, to play the major role in this film uh, along with uh, Terrence Howard? Yes, well, Terrence and Tyrese are both gifted actors, uh, box office superstars and uh, we're also all bonded by John Singleton. You know, Terrence did Hustle and Flow, which John produced. Uh, He did Four Brothers, which he directed and wrote that um, Tyrese and Terrence both starred in those movies. And, you know, I did Rebel with John. So we had this fraternity of John Singleton, this, this bond. And so when the movie was greenlit and we were making offers to talent, uh, the first person I talked to was Tyrese because he and I had, had, had met through John and John wanted us to do a movie together. So this was our tribute to John and also, you know, a way for us to continue the legacy of John of making an action movie with a message, you know, making everything John did. He infused some some medicine into the sugar. You know, he infused a message into what he was doing and we felt like we could do that with this movie. And Terrence came in last minute replaced the, an, another actor whose deal didn't work out and that part was meant for him he he, he was incredible in the movie um, and also his bond with John just extended to us as well and of course Tyrese and Terrence had worked together as well as I mentioned on Four Brothers so they already had uh, chemistry together and it was just an amazing uh, way of John kind of still being in our hearts and minds and bringing us together to do this movie. Okay. Well, look, I don't think you really could have found any better actors than uh, Tyrese and uh, Terrence. I mean, those are definitely two icons within themselves. But, Absolutely. Yeah. I was lucky to, lucky to, I'd be blessed to get one of them, but you know. <laughs> Sometimes God God is greater than what you imagine. Amen. Amen on that, for sure. Now, um, another thing I want to ask you is, uh, you know, of course, I'm sure you face some type of challenges in producing and directing that film. Can you share some of those as well? Or did you have any challenges? Well, Well, every movie has a challenge. Every movie has, you know, hurdles. And obstacles and that's one thing John always told me so every production you have there's going to be a problem the, the, the battle is identifying what that problem is so you know how to solve it um, but you know our biggest hurdle on this movie was that we shot in a live prison we shot in an a- active penitentiary so you know there were real inmates inside you know we we had to stop shooting sometimes so they could take prisoners 
uh, next to the, the the mess hall or to their cells and chains. Mm-hmm. You know, we were we were able to employ six inmates on the movie as PAs. So there was a constant balancing act of talking to the warden of the real prison we were in, making sure we were respectful to the prison we were in, but also being able to shoot the movie that we needed to shoot. Um, so that was a tricky thing to, you know, um, balance, which was um, shooting in a live prison and making a prison movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it added a level of authenticity that you couldn't have created elsewhere on a set or a stage. But at the same time, every day was a challenge, you know. And then on top of that, we were still dealing with COVID, you know, even though um, we, this was a time where, you know, people were vaccinated or could get vaccinated. Uh, you know, you're still in a prison, you know, and, and you know, luckily for us, that prison had not had COVID uh, related problems. And we didn't want to bring that in there right. as well. So... It was a lot of challenges <laughs> on top of on top of the fact that we were shooting in a real prison. Right. How long did it take you all to shoot that particular film? The system. Uh, we shot it in, in about 22 days. The entire film? The entire film, yes. Wow. Yeah. Independent movies, you you know, you usually shoot between twenty and thirty days. Mm-hmm. On a big studio movie, it's usually between uh, thirty and sixty days. You don't have that luxury when you're shooting an independent movie, so you you usually wrap out, you prep for about two or three weeks, and then you're usually wrapped out uh, in about four weeks. So let me ask you this: Is the film is is it uh, in the theaters or is it? The film came out October twenty eighth in, in select theaters, okay. and it ran for two weeks, and it is currently on Apple, okay, and Amazon, and on demand. You can get it at home and watch it on your couch over the holidays. Uh, you can get it um, rented or you can buy it. So. It's at Amazon Prime, it's at Apple TV, uh, iTunes, and it's also on demand on your cable station or where, however you get uh, TV through your cable provider, DirecTV, you can get it on demand. All right. Well, great. Uh, definitely at the end of this uh, conversation, I will place that on there so that people can know how they can see it. Definitely. Thank you. Because the trailer, like I said, it's awesome. So I definitely want to see it, the full thing. Just even watching the trailer wasn't enough for me. I was like, okay, I got to find time to watch this. So like you said, the holidays is is a great opportunity to be, you know, to see it. Yes, yeah, so you can watch it up next week while you're home making turkey and dressing. You can watch <laughs> the system. Right. Now, look, I read one of your passages and it stated, I tried to start off my movies with a bang. Mm-hmm. So from in the beginning, and then you can stay with it in the end. Because you got some movies, of course, they start off, you know, where you got to kind of figure out some things. So tell me this, explain to us why you say that. Well, I like to get the audience's attention right away 
you know, whether it's with an incident or a piece of action or something uh, exciting or crazy or dangerous. But you have to start off your movie in a way where people will lean in right away. I don't believe in movies that you slowly open up on. Some you can, but you got you, you got to do something right away. People pay their money or their attention span is short or yeah. they're looking at their phones. So I like to write stuff where it starts off, you know, right away with something cool. And you're going to stay then, right there in your seat, not go nowhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're going to stay right there and go, oh, I got to keep watching this. And that's definitely the way I start off the system when you watch it. So do you, I mean, the type of films, you always like to do thrillers, horror films, actions. Is that basically your type of, uh, I guess you could say, films that you like to produce? Yes, I like to do genre movies, sci-fi movies, horror movies, and action movies with people of color. We need that more. We need more of us in those movies. Right. You know, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry does his thing and Spike Lee does his thing and uh then we have Dallas you know, Anton Fuqua does his thing and my thing yeah my thing is to do genre movies okay you know there are a lot of uh, young aspiring filmmakers out there and one thing that Exposure Spotlight likes to do is to uh set a platform or to help those that are looking for opportunities, whether it's for them to be an artist, a producer, a writer, or what have you. Um, what is it? Um, and I applaud you again for everything that you're doing. It's great, it's amazing. But I, I love to give advice to those who's trying to, or want to be in the footsteps that you're in as well as all these other uh, producers and filmmakers. What advice can you give those that are watching and viewing the show right now? Do the work, be consistent. You know, none of this happens overnight. None of this happens magically. It's because you will it and because you um, put in the work and the hours. You wanna be a writer and get Final Draft, the screenplay writing program, get the book, the hero's journey and plan on writing two hours a day for five years take time out if you want to be a director go study other directors get into a place where you could do the work and do a short film and be consistent towards wanting to do something one or two hours a day towards that goal and you have to make a two or three year plan because this doesn't happen in a few weeks or six months or a year it is a plan that is consistent and work and being dedicated to the craft if you want to be a producer go out and start finding some scripts find some writers and work with them on their script and go try to shoot something go try to get a little money nowadays you can shoot stuff on your phone and edit it mm -hmm. so there's no excuse not to find ways to dedicate yourself to this, the path you want to be on the key is to be consistent and spend two hours a day at least towards your goal you spend two hours a day watching tv you spend two hours a day on instagram you spend two hours a day eating mcdonald's spend yeah. two hours a day towards your dream and watch what happens right 
I agree with you 100%. And we know we have to work hard at the things that we're striving to become and to do. Um, I'm a true believer that nothing good comes easy. So when you want something, you work hard on it. But what projects yes, are ma'am. Yeah, are there any particular projects that we can expect uh, from Dallas Jackson, the producer, the writer, the director, anything coming up soon? Uh, well, you have the system that's out now. And right. uh, you can enjoy that. And I have a movie on Netflix called Welcome to Sudden Death, which you can also watch right now, uh, starring Michael Jai White. Um, and also, I'll be shooting a new movie in March uh, with the RZA, who is founder of the Wu-Tang Clan and has starred in several movies uh, himself as a director and, and star. So we'll be doing a action movie in March in London. And also, I'm developing a television show with the executive producer of The Blacklist, so we're working on bringing a new kind of black action hero in the sci-fi space to network TV, hopefully uh, in 2023. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Now, where are you originally from, Dallas? I'm originally from Colorado. Oh, okay. Okay. Denver. And I left Denver when I was 17 and went to Howard. Okay. And then you moved to California. I moved to Los Angeles about six months after graduating from Howard. Okay, awesome. But it's a big difference with the weather, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's 23 degrees in Denver today and it's about 80 degrees here in LA. So I'm happy where I'm at. Oh, look, I understand. I'm in Louisiana, so we have some cold weather here as we speak. But is there anything else that you would like to share with our listening audience before ending our conversation, which I truly have enjoyed. Oh, thank you. I've enjoyed it as well. I'm going to get back to my kids' soccer games here in Los Angeles. It's the final season finale games today. But I'll just say that, you know, if you have a dream in your heart and you want to be uh, anything, you know, lawyer, doctor, accountant, you know, game coder, writer, producer, director be consistent with that dream as I mentioned and take the time out for yourself to make that dream happen because at the end of the day no one's going to make anything happen for you except for you you have to you have to be the one to make your goals and dreams happen and then once people see you are serious about it and they see that you're dedicated watch who comes to help you because people like to jump into a position where if they see somebody working hard, they want to be a part of that. So, and there's a lot of other people out there that are on the same dream and path, but they are also dedicated and consistent. And when you do that, you will find your tribe. You will find people that are like-minded and don't BS yourself because you know when you're doing that, stay dedicated and humble and your dream will find you. You put in the work. Wow. That's awesome, Dallas. I want to leave this with you. And again, thank you so much for accepting this invitation to be a part of Exposure Spotlight Magazine talk show. Uh, we wish nothing but the best for you. And the best is yet to come. Again, I want to leave this with you, which is our motto, is that your voice matters. And trust me, it does. You said a whole lot. And I'm sure our listening audience is going to take heed to that. And thank you so much. 
enjoy your holiday and your holidays. So that's including Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. So God bless you. Yes, ma'am. You too. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. And save me a plate. I'll talk to you uh, during the holiday while you're watching the system. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you a business owner and looking for an opportunity to network and collaborate with other like-minded professionals, executives, and community leaders? Well, look no further. Exposure Spotlight Magazine has launched its business network group and you're invited to join us where your business can grow. Just look for us on Facebook at Exposure Spotlight Magazine Business Network Group. Are you looking for the key to your castle? Choose a mortgage company that works for you. Ambassador Mortgage. You haven't tried the best until you have tried T-Monique Naturals. Natural and organic hair product based company. Leaving it soft, smooth, and moist. Shop now online at www.tmoniquenaturals.com. If you're looking for ways to strengthen your hair and give your naturals a look that will turn heads, shop at tmoniquenaturals.com. Yeah.